yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. That's fine, that's fine. So, you know, at this point, I, I just felt, you know, obviously I was seeking God. Um, and is that, now? Nah, you know what? I've missed out a key factor that God's just reminded me of. And I, I, this is my apologies. Um, when it comes to the TikTok creation, because I was delving so deep into the word, I felt a massive conviction from God. I posted my first video actually back in June, 2021. And then I left it. I left it. I posted one video and I didn't post anything else. And I can't actually remember what that video was, but I think I was speaking about the new age and the dangers of it. And I think I got like maybe 200 views and some people were saying some stuff, but I didn't touch it after that. I, di I didn't do anything. I left it for months. Um, and I didn't really think that was something I would actually pursue. And then in October, I felt all of a sudden, I, I felt this strong conviction. I felt God saying, make a TikTok about your testimony. And I was like, what? And bear in mind that this time, I still had a lot of jaw pain. I had a lot where genuinely, I couldn't even make a video without almost weeping after it. I was in so much pain. And I said to God, what he said to me, and I'll always remember this, when he told me to do this, um, he said, it's not about you. It's about what you're going to do for other people and the sacrifice that you, you are willing to make. You have to do this because it's going to touch other people. And at this point, I said, I'm, you know, I'm willing to go through this pain for you, Lord. And OK, I was like, I could. It was so hard for me to do it. And I had to pray and I, I had to say, Lord, you have to give me the strength to do it because I genuinely it was so hard for me. Um, and I remember. Obviously, this is a point where I was consecrated from the world. I was separated from these things. I would go out to London uh, just for the day and I would start to be more aware of the evil around me. Just I was looking at people differently and it was weird. Um, so this is where I started with the names at The Warrior. Um, I, put, I was very nervous when I first started posting. I remember like I was very timid. I was very shy. Um, and I just started basically saying, like, you know, um, I, I can't even remember what I was posting. I was just posting pure Bible, pure scripture. Um, I'd maybe say a verse and kind of give my thoughts on it. And then at that point, I started to see a few comments come in like this really helped me. Um, and then a few followers came in and I thought, OK, maybe this is something that God can be i don't know i don't know because i just i was kind of going with the flow i didn't really know what was what to do but i just took it day by day and i just always then i felt like a a real conviction like you need to try your best to take down satan's kingdom and you know let god work through you and it was like i i wanted all of the times where satan deceived me i was like i want to get my own back now i want to just i want to destroy your kingdom and i want to wake people up to the truth to the truth of jesus i wanted as many people to be saved as possible with god working through me and i felt so much power and fire at this point but because i was going through so much pain it was so difficult for me to actually do this and then um just yeah day by day um this was going on followers were coming in um video by video i started gaining more and more confidence um and i had already spent so much time in the word of god that i i knew what i was speaking about and you know things that 
were kind of not right. They weren't going to like sway me to the left and the right. And even in this time, I'm constantly watching sermons. I come home, I'm watching sermons for hours upon hours. I started watching a lot of Isaiah Saldivar um, and, you know, people that are just my favourite preachers now. Um, and I still watch them to this day, learning more and more and more, um, getting away from pornography. And this was the first month in October that I'd stayed away from porn for at least a month. And it was like I got closer to God than ever before. Um, so it was a lot of kind of time of just seeking him, um, posting day by day. Uh, very nervous at first, but then God gave me that kind of courage and boldness. And I actually, it was at some point where I was actually like, man, I don't, I don't, like, I was kind of double guessing everything. Um, and this is another part that I missed out. Sorry for the train in the background, it's very loud. Um, so I was actually doing producing as well, as well as rapping. And my producing skills were getting very good. And I had another page for that on my Instagram and I made contact with a few producers in the industry. And there was someone I knew, I had a friend um, called Jake and he was out in Los Angeles and he was actually here in the UK before. He um, was friends with people from our old school and he was basically inviting me out and he was saying, you know, come, come to LA, um, come meet these people. You can meet these producers, you can get some work here. Um, and this is something because I obviously had a very big passion for music and I was starting to, you know, it was at a point where it was getting so good that people were like, yo, do you want to work with me and stuff like that? And I was so close to booking this flight at the kind of towards the end of October to try and pursue my dreams. And I came across a TikTok from a prophet and it was basically saying, don't book that flight. And I'm like, what? what like what and I was like what so I felt really convicted of this point and I was like okay I'm not gonna book that flight and I I remember I was tussling with God because I obviously really wanted to go but I felt God was saying don't book that flight you know it's not it's not the right time now and it's definitely not the right space I want you to be in mm -hmm. so I didn't and that night I was actually the first time in my walk, I was so angry with God because I fully had to let go of all of my fleshly desires. And that night I had a dream and I was sat in the same room where I first, you know, was crying out, you know, out to God. And I first discovered God and through the window, it was, you know, it was a normal day, but the, the light that was coming through was so bright. The light was so white as well. And lo and behold, two doves, came through the window um because i felt a voice saying to me um are you ready to sacrifice everything and i said i'm you know i'm not sure i, I don't know if i want to do this and i eventually said okay i will i will and at this point the windows burst open the light comes in two doves come in at one comes on my hand again just like how it did in april and it looks on me it looks at me directly in the eye um and the eyes were of fire so it wasn't just normal eyes the eyes were fiery and it actually pooped on my hand and then I started like laughing and crying at the same time because I knew God had a sense of humor then I woke up and at this point I was like okay I'm gonna fully pursue this and then I started making more videos for God and then at a point where I felt like giving up because it was just like man I don't know if this is for me um I don't know um I don't know what to do and um, at that point, 
I then had a dream and I was sitting on the edge of my bed, actually this one. And I woke up and I was just kind of like rubbing my eyes and everything. I look on my phone and I see on my TikTok, it said 100K. And then I woke up and that's it. And at that point, I felt like God was showing me something to come. And it was kind of like that encouragement to keep going because I obviously in all of my pain with my jaw problems, at this point, it was still very bad. And I still, I remember I would make videos and after I'd be like, sitting here, like, I can't do it. I'd come home, I'd walk from lectures, I'd be sitting in the lectures, I'd feel so much pain, which now I, I don't have. I don't, I really don't have. Um, Praise God. You know, sometimes it can be painful. Um, I haven't had the surgery yet, but I don't have that pain. And, you know, it was crazy. It was really, really crazy how in that point, there was so much pain, but God gave me that encouragement, that dream, that vision, keep going. So I did. And then I kept, you know, reaching out with this enabled me to kind of make new christian friends um oh you know online people because when i was here i had no christian friends there was no one around me that i could kind of reach out to so this is the point where i thought i should get into a church now i wasn't raised in a church so the thought of going to a church i had this kind of idea like um and not in a racist way that it would be a bunch of you know well a white demographic is already in the town I was living in um, and that I'm currently in, it's quite a white demographic. So I thought, you know, that I would be judged for the way I look and they're going to come in and think, Who, who's this guy? You know, they might think, oh, was he, was he Muslim before? What was going on? You know, so I just came in with, I was thinking in the back of my mind, like I felt really nervous. So I went for the first time on a Sunday and I just kind of stood there and then I got into talk with some people and then I just left. I didn't do no communion, no. I just thought, nope, that's enough. That's me. I'm gone. Mm. Um, and I actually didn't go for ages after that, even though I actually really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. I, I didn't go for ages after that. And then I, made, I, I started seeing the people from church again and we kind of got into contact. And then I went another time, but it was kind of sporadic. Um, to be honest with you, like, um now I've tried to make a practice of going to this church more because it's so important to have this fellowship it's so important to be around believers um and the, you know the communion is great you know we eat great food and um in fact I'm looking forward to this Sunday <laughs> I'm thinking about the food. <laughs> you know um you know um yeah so um I kind of just didn't feel comfortable in that environment yet because God was still working through me um, because I wasn't raised in this environment. Um, but yeah, I was still seeking God out of it. I wasn't living in sin. Um, and I was still seeing believers out. Um, you know, we'd start, we started to street preach in April. And in fact, the first time that I street preached before this in practice was when I was coming back from work one day. And I spoke to this random guy. I just God put on my heart to speak to him. I was so nervous. I was so, so nervous and anxious, but we started having a conversation. It turned into an hour long conversation. And in fact, he was a Muslim and it was like, rah, like what, what's going on? And at this point I was like, this felt amazing. So I started going up to random people on the street and kind of telling them about the gospel. I mean, I, I started really moving mad with it. I really, you know, so on fire for God, evangelism, militant marching, crazy. Um, and then, yeah that was the point of when I first started making um 
obviously the TikToks when I first started getting into street preaching, I, I practiced on my own um, every day and I, I was racking up heavenly rewards. This is what I was trying to do because I read about um, the judgment for believers. We have to give an account. It was like, I wanted to make sure that I've got a good beam of judgment that um, and everything in this. So then we started street preaching properly in April because I found a group of believers um, that we were doing this with. And, you know, I was like full on just preaching, preaching, but I still had this passion for music. I still had this passion for music locked away because I stopped, I stopped the rapping because the jaw pain was too much. I said, God, I'm just going to leave that for now. I'm just going to focus on preaching the gospel because this is all I can take. This is all I can physically handle, you know? So even in the preaching, I remember when we first started doing it in London, we faced a lot of uh, spiritual warfare. I would, um, you know, there was one time where we were preaching on a corner and we would just go up to people and this woman came out of nowhere, couldn't have heard what we were saying because we didn't have a microphone, um, came from out of the blue and got like a can and started making a circle around her, like a, like a kind of satanic circle. And then I was thinking, what's going on here? And she kind of did it right in front of us. And she gave me a grimace and I said, hello, how are you doing? As soon as I said this, she throws her can right at my face. And she starts like growling at me and stuff and just walks on. And I'm like, that was a demon. Okay, that was unexpected. This is when I first started realizing spiritual warfare is really real because when you start moving in the spirit, when you start preaching the gospel, the devil doesn't like this. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, okay, this is this is realer than ever. And yeah. it just made me more and more bold for Christ. So, um, you know, we would meet up in groups. We had some great fellowship. We we would go out. We get meals. Um, and, you know, not even all the time we'd be preaching, we just kind of, you know, we'd just be moving in the spirit, one accord together. And it was great to have an actual family, a group of friends that I could actually relate with, because this is what I'd been longing for. Because all of my old friends, they didn't get what I was doing. They didn't understand me. I felt like an alien, an outcast. And I was like, wow, it's amazing. And I was just praising God for it. And, um, you know, it was at this point around um april start of april that god started putting on my heart to make music again and i'm like why like why like nah there's too much pain i can't like, i can't do that but he gave me a lot of signs a lot of dreams um up until the point where i was getting a takeaway and it was this one night and i won't forget i had a dream of like doing music again and i was like rapping about god and then i just felt like more of an inclination i felt like the spirit was leading me to do something but I didn't quite know what yet um and I walked past a sign when I was coming back from a lecture and it it read a sign saying music is very powerful now I had an understanding because my favorite artist was Travis Scott and obviously the the event that took place not at this point he wasn't my favorite artist at this point but in November when November 2021, when the Astro World Festival tragedy happened, this is when I realized how music is so powerful and the satanic, you know, it can be satanically influenced. And this is what the devil could do to destroy people. Mm. And I realized how powerful music was because I was starting to listen to more Christian rap, more Christian music, and it was edifying my spirit. It was amazing. I felt amazing listening to it, a way that I didn't before. Mm. Um, and even a lot of just kind of worship music, I'd sit here, I just kind of sit in the presence of God and just 
take it all in. So when I read that sign, I was like, yeah, music is very powerful. That's right. And then I went to go get a takeaway. And I was just sitting there, yeah, minding my own business. Some, um, a lady walks in and she says, there's a guitar like in the corner. She says, you look like you play an instrument. And I'm like, no, I don't do an instrument. She was like, no, nah, you look like, she was like, you should do something musically. And I was like, oh, I don't know about that. She was like, you should, trust me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay. So um, at this point, I was kind of like, right, I'm going to get home. I'm going to eat my food. And then it, it was at a point where I tried so many things in music, but nothing was working out. And then I tried this one, one last time. I was like, okay, God, one last time. If this doesn't work, I'm not doing this again, okay? Because I'm in so much pain. That night is when I wrote Reborn. Hey. Wow. I'm saying so. We know today. Yeah. yeah. So I literally, first time I did it, wrote it, and I listened back and I was like, is that me? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is I never really, like, I never had, yeah. I can never had a good piece of music before and at that point i was like okay okay go can do something so yeah that was the start of it all really yeah wow yeah. like what what a roller coaster that, that that's been but but in a good way like so many different things the ups and downs but the downs were yeah. so vital and so important because god god knew where he was taking you and he had to take you on that journey and it's difficult especially when you're going through temptation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but it's also like having that conviction knowing that what you're doing is wrong and when you're faced with someone that doesn't quite line up with what you believe and isn't as fussed about doing whatever it is that you're doing and, and you yourself yeah. have to um, yeah. make that conscious decision to say no you know yeah. I've been in, in situations like that it's difficult man it's so because when you're in it like we, we can talk about it now when we're not in it and we're like oh yeah it's just temptation no when you're in when it, it it's in very it, it's difficult enjoyment you think it's enjoyment Honestly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it, it's tough. The enemy's really coming at you. He's like, nah, just do it, just do it, just do it. And you have yeah. that. It's only a small inkling at the back that's like, like, no, don't do it. Because the voice telling you to do it is so loud. It's just no, banging, really. banging, banging. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, wow, wow. That, 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 that is incredible. And then, um, kind of finally, I don't know. How are we doing for time, JT? Where? Um, it hasn't really got the time right up here, so I don't know. <laughs> Because <laughs> I know Zach, Zach had to, I know you have you. He's got, he's got a lecture, lads. So we, we have to we have to kind of like. Well, um, well, well, so um, I think actually no, it still might be two to three. I'm not sure. It might be three. I think it might be. I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember because I checked it this morning. Don't worry. Don't worry though. Don't worry. Just let it flow. Just let it flow. Honestly. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 Um, what I was gonna sort of touch on now is <clears throat> where. What sort of advice would you give to um, non-believers that might be watching this right now? Mm -hmm. And what can you honestly say in terms of when you were in that life of clubbing, of being promiscuous, of all of those things that you were indulging yourself in, indulging your flesh, what can you honestly say about how you truly felt? And do you think, um, and because hopefully that can resonate with someone that's maybe in that place now currently and, I think it could be like a massive encouragement to them. Yeah. So, um, you know, when I was growing up, um, I remember because I, I felt like I had a lot of these things sometimes uh, that the world tries to offer us. The devil 
offer the devil always offers a counterfeit so if god wants to provide love the devil's going to try and provide love in his own way that's temporary it's a quick fix it's like a nicotine high you know you're going to keep wanting more you're not actually going to be fulfilled by it oh. so when i was growing up i um you know obviously I had quite a tough childhood. Um, I had a loving household, my family, it was all good. But when I went to school, I got bullied a lot. So, you know, I, I always felt like I was searching for this love. And when it when it turned 16, a lot of this bullying stopped. And I started, it was literally headfirst into the world, like getting with as many people as I can, doing as much as I can, because I had felt so much of a lack of love that I felt I need this to be filled. So I had to and, prove myself. Yeah, exactly. And I was constantly texting, like, probably 10 girls at the same time, every single day, lustful conversations all the time, nudes, everything. I mean, the whole lot, um, seeing, you know, and the thing is, I actually treated girls so poorly as well because I saw it as a game. I saw it as a numbers tally and none of it was fulfilling. It was all just the chase constant chase you get it and then it's like oh and then you feel fulfilled for one day and it's like okay now i need to go again and if i didn't get it i remember every saturday night friday night if my parents would leave the house i'd be calling up yo like are you free are you free call up all these different girls trying to get them round you know trying to sneak them round and do something and if i didn't what would happen is i'd end up watching porn because i'm like oh gotta get it out because it was just this wild chase of like, I need this, I need this, I need this. And it didn't stop. It was a wild hunger, you know. Um, and really it didn't help that when I first went clubbing, um, you know, there was a lot of, I started getting attention when I was 16. Um, and then it was kind of, you know, easy for me because of the practice that I had to speak to a girl, kind of be a bit manipulative in a way, and get what I want in the end. And I, I never did it in a harmful way. I never hurt them. I never mm. tried to be mean. But what would happen is I would do something and I would leave them crying. And the funny thing is, I never felt bad about it. I just thought, this is just the way it is. And I genuinely didn't feel anything. My heart was cold. So what was happening was a repeating cycle of like endless seeking after temporary love that I thought was love in the world getting with these different women and being promiscuous thinking that this would fulfill me but it was a wild goose chase and I realized that the devil really has so many people on this wild goose chase where you know like a like a um where a mouse is kind of like or, or a gerbil that's kind of going around a ball and in front of him has the food and he's thinking you know the more that he runs He's getting closer to the food, but in, in fact, he's in the same place. He's no closer to love than he was where he first started. And this is what it is for so many people out in the world. Um, and my encouragement would just be, do you actually enjoy what you're doing? Do you feel fulfilled? If you do, fair enough, because we, we are not called to judge the world. I'm not going to judge you for where you're at. And I can't, what, what I say, I can't convince you to do anything, but take it from me. Unfortunately, you will learn the hard way, well, one way or another, because yeah. essentially what the world does is it takes, 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 takes. So even if you think it's fulfilling you now, I say, go ahead, but you will learn the hard way. Ultimately, this road leads to death. 
because you could come back on a night out. Well, you might not even come back because so many things in the world are out to get you. You know, demons are constantly working where, you know, the devil comes to steal, kill and destroy. You know, it's a blessing to be able to leave the house and come back. But when you're in the world, you know, it's dangerous. You got people who are violent. They're under the influence of alcohol. There were many times I got jumped. I got into fights and I could have got stabbed. There could have been all of this stuff happening because of these situations that I was in. And more, moreover, most of the time it was because of girls and arguments over that. So, you know, you could be getting with a girl and you don't understand that she's got a boyfriend somewhere and then you're in the house and then he comes up, runs up in the crib and he's not going to have any remorse in that situation. You know, I don't, I can't speak for everyone, but I know how I just felt so unfulfilled and I felt this dark presence like, man, I know what I'm doing is wrong. Um, and when I found God, I felt that fulfillment. Now, this doesn't mean that I haven't slipped up. This doesn't mean that I haven't done things which I haven't as a Christian. I'm not a perfect Christian. There are times I'm like, man, I wish I didn't do that. But I know the truth and where the true fulfillment lies. And, you know, we can be made out to be made such aliens for it, so weird for it, even by our own family, where they're like, what are you doing? But you, if you know the truth and you understand, you know, it's like nobody can convince me otherwise because I've been there. I've done it all. I've done all of it. And it didn't fulfill me. But when you're at a place where you're content with God, it's like the fulfillment from that, nobody can convince you otherwise no matter you, you and when you understand that be prepared because people will think you're weird jesus said you know for the world hating me so as they will hate you yeah. and it's true it's true it's so true so just be prepared you know amazing mm. yeah. Man, i've just kind of been like sat here this is this is one of those you see every time um before we record now for the last like two two three episodes um we always pray before and i say holy spirit do as you want to do there were a couple of times where i was going to chime in and say something and then you ended up just saying what was going to come to my mind anyway and 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 i've just been sat here at peace just listening to what you're saying it's it's like music to my ears um because it's different when it comes from me when it can come from someone else that's been there and that's done it seen it worn the t-shirt um it it, it's it's so much more real you know because you're you're Mm -hmm. saying it you're experiencing it and and i just pray that people hearing this listening to this so they would just give it a try just just try it you know if, if you can honestly say you tried jesus out you tried you read the bible you prayed you, you developed a relationship with jesus and, and nothing changed and, and and i can put my hands up and say okay but um you never know unless unless you try like that that pain you're feeling the struggle the difficulty the the, the lack of um motivation or um lack of purpose or lack of fulfillment all of that can be found and is found in jesus and that's how it was for me Amen. that's how it Zach right now and and that's how it is for Josh all of our stories are different but our testimonies um are the greatest way of us being able to explain um how the Lord has worked in our lives and um Zach is a testament to that so everything of which is said is part of his story and his story is still being written this isn't the end of it if we come <laughs> back in like six months from now to a year there'll be more that's added to that because God is constantly doing a new thing in us not just the same thing as before but a mm. new thing new experiences um and no we're not perfect 
Um, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So if there's ever been a Christian that has condemned you to the point making you feel like you're not worthy of God's grace, that was wrong of them. We've yeah. all sinned. Me, everyone yeah. on here, I'm cool. And we all need the grace of God. And I've had to repent. I've had to turn away. I've had to learn hard lessons. I've made mistakes. I've tried to evangelize people and gone about it the complete wrong way. And they've ended up going further in the direction they were going as opposed to the other way. And it was my own fault because I didn't have the patience to allow. And that's something that I've had to learn. It's, it's, it's okay to make these mistakes, but it's important to go to the Lord for forgiveness, continue to read his words, continue to seek his presence and continue to allow yourself to learn. And then so we can be better each and every day. That's that prayer. Every day I wake up in the morning, I say, Lord, please help me to be better. Please show me the path. Please give me an opportunity to help someone today to be a blessing. You know, um, the devil tries to put so much fear and worry about different things in, in, in into our heads when we're going through spiritual warfare, which Zach has touched a lot on. Um, when you have that anointing, the anointing destroys the yoke. So when you're anointed by the Lord, you're going to go for a lot of spiritual warfare. People aren't going to understand you. It's going to be a very lonely journey a lot of the time um, when we have our faith. And to those that have been hurt by the church, also, I'm so sorry. The church is meant to be a safe place, a community of believers that help one another pray for one another um, but oftentimes in the current society we live in now there's a lot of bad churches where a lot of bad things are, are occurring and but the problem with that is that's that is what people dictate to see who jesus is people will um come to the conclusion of who jesus is by the people that quote unquote claim to be christian or by the churches or organizations but please don't do that you will know a christian by their fruit like zach said um but don't think that jesus is bad or jesus has done anything wrong just mm -hmm. because church or an organization or a person has treated you wrongly if they've misrepresented christ they too will have to answer to that so um that that's pretty much everything that i had to say on that i don't know if jt you had anything else you wanted to, to touch i on. just wanted to thank zach for his transparency um <laughs> so so much um because you kind of like broke that whole misconception of perfectionism especially when you're coming into knowing christ mm -hmm. and the fact that when you come into it it's like oh yeah everything is taken away miraculously and it goes away it's like, no, you'll, you'll learn things day by yeah. day, month by month, season by season. You'll, you'll continue to learn and unlearn things. And you'll even stumble. That transparency you had to, to own that. Okay, cool. I stumbled after I, after I you know, got to know God. It's just like, no, but in that moment, the conviction was so much stronger than when you were yeah. in spirituality. The conviction of knowing God and knowing that, yeah, all this stuff that I've been going through is very much demonic. And it's like, it's, it's wanting to literally kill, steal and destroy what yeah. God needs to be um so nah i appreciate i appreciate how transparent you were man honestly it's uh it's just one of those ones like they said like you just sit back and listen because just seeing how god's worked through you is just like wow man like it's, it's mad <laughs> it's mad man it's mad uh thank honestly, like thank you guys for real because i think like you know touching like what you were saying uh destiny about like uh christians i think one of my final messages would be if Jesus can change a person like me, he can change anyone. And Amen. I mean, anyone, whether you're addicted to drugs, whether you're addicted to porn, because honestly, he can set you free from everything. And when you come to, when you come to encounter Jesus, mm. he does your life. He does change your heart because I'm a testament of that. If people, I asked a lot of people that um, knew me before and some of them who I spoke to, they were like, wow you've changed wow like what like you don't do that anymore you ain't that anymore because yeah. they understand how really deep in and like for it was i mean seriously if someone before um before i kind of got involved in all the spirituality and stuff and all of my pride especially when i was 16 and 17 if somebody preached the gospel to me i probably would have told them 
I would have given them the middle finger, honestly, because it was at a point where I was so prideful in everything I was doing that I didn't I didn't care about what or what any kind of God would have to nah, because this is the thing, pride and being content and thinking we're okay without the need of God is such a dangerous place to be because ultimately what I realized very quickly and as I got older is that we're all gonna die one day. And this is something that is final. This is something that is guaranteed, that nothing is guaranteed in life but death. And we all have to give an account. There is the judgment. And people always say, we want justice. We want justice there. Well, the ultimate justice will come after death. And ultimately, you know, it's about being on the right side and knowing what the truth is and not being deceived by the devil because ultimately this whole world is set up where they put so many distractions in our face mm. where they 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 try and the devil's plan to get how many people have said oh i got into porn when i was 12 well what's the cause of this social media the the magazines and stuff back then you know everything in the world is set up as a distraction to take people away from god early so that they can yeah. get involved yeah. and they don't realize the truth because yeah. satan the biggest lie the devil ever told was convincing the world he didn't exist because i didn't believe any of this existed you know and so do many other people but then ultimately yeah so my final message do not be deceived wake up realize look at what they're doing in the music videos look at how they've got upside down crosses look at how the weekend in one of his recent concerts had Satan on the thing. And the reason why is because there were two, there's the God of this world and there is our heavenly father, the one who created all. So don't be deceived. That's it. Amen. Um, just, hey. like that. just like that, guys. Whew. Guys, we're, we're giving you the best content we can possibly give. And um, we hope this this message touches you guys. We hope you make it all the way to the end. We hope it encourages you. Uh, just question things, honestly. Like, take what we said. Research. Actually research. Go and read about the Bible. Read about Jesus. Do your history. Take a look. Spend some time in prayer. Come to him with a humble heart. Ask him to reveal himself. And he will. But you can't. It can't be one of them ones where you're just like, oh, go do this if you're real. No, no, no. God will not be mocked. If you come with a humble heart and you ask the Lord to reveal himself, if he's real, he will do so. Um mm -hmm. So yeah, that's the that's the last bit from me. This has been the Visions Podcast with your host Des, JT, and special guest Zach. We'll leave all of his socials and stuff in the bio. He does stuff on TikTok. He has his music. I'm sure he's working on some new stuff at the moment. Um, he's going to be performing, I believe, this in in November at a concert at the BFTK right event, or is it? Uh, twenty. I think it's the twenty sixth at Love War and uh, Praise. Love War and Praise. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's that? Uh. I actually forgot. I actually forgot the location. It's in London. I've got the details, JT. I know the person that's running it. Say no more. Another month. Be there. Be there. Be there. Let's go. Oh man. That's sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All love to you guys. Appreciate it. God bless you guys. Take care. And thank well, you so much for listening. For having me. I'm so humbled and so grateful. Glory to God. I'm so grateful. Thank yeah. you. No worries, man. No worries. No worries. We are. Thank you. God bless Peace. you guys. Peace. Peace. Peace.